This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright, in charge of all the controls, the audio engineer, our lovely Jason Wright. He is my Ed McMahon. I've always wanted to have an Ed McMahon, and now I have one. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. You can always reach us at mx3.vip or email us at info at mx3.vip. And as all of you regular listeners know, we now have our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at mx3 podcast. Okay. And speaking of the YouTube, please always, when you're checking out our YouTube channel, go and give us the likes, the comments, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as always, you can always find us on all of the directories when it comes to podcasts such as Google, Apple, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. You know all the directories. You guys are better at finding that stuff than I am. That's for sure. Okay, today a very, very uh, big topic that's dear to my heart since it is my profession and has been now going on uh, year 33 with M.W. Wright & Company and uh, our tax professionals business uh, that we have been in business now. Like I say, we finished up 32 years. We're now in our 33rd year of tax season. So today we're going to talk about, since it is tax season, we're going to talk a lot about taxes. And this may end up being a two episode um, uh, excursion here that we're going to be going down. Don't know exactly yet, but you know how I am when I start talking. It does get away from us. Uh, The first thing I want to do is I want to talk about what is most important to you, and that is filing your taxes on time so that you avoid the penalties and interest that come along with being uh, tardy on on filing your taxes. Today, the debt that this year in 2023, the deadline is April the 18th, April the 18th, 2023, for an individual to file their taxes. So make sure you have that documented. And if you are not able to file by April the 18th, you need to make sure that an extension is filed, whether you do that or your tax professional, someone such as us at MW Wright & Company, file your extension for you. And if you file an extension, that's going to give you until October the 16th of 2023 to file your income tax returns. So make sure that that all gets done in a, in a proper and orderly fashion. Now, also remember, and this is uh, something that a lot of people get confused about, just because you file an extension, that does not mean that you have filed an extension to, to make your tax payments. You still need to file. You don't have to file, but you still need to file an extension with a payment if you feel like you're going to be owing money at the end of the year. Uh, a lot of people think that when they file that extension, that just relieves them until which this year is October the 16th. But when you don't pay uh, payments, estimated tax payments, or, or, or make a payment with your extension in this particular case, when you don't do that, the interest meter is running. So you need to be aware of that. And that's not a reason that you need to wait till October to file your tax returns because you have an extension. You need to file and you need to file as quickly as you can, especially if you don't know the outcome of what your taxes are going to be and if you're going to owe money. So you need to make sure that you get that in there, make sure that you're filing and, and, and possibly sending in a tax payment whenever you file. Now, there's, there's several topics in this particular episode that I want to cover uh, so that you are very, very aware of what you need to know whenever it comes out to filing your tax return. And thanks to consider uh, before you file. Thanks to consider whenever you're getting ready to file. And a lot of the facts and a lot of the, the, the statistics I'm giving you today have come directly off the IRS website. Now, I mean, what a better way to find your information and, and then going to the IRS.gov, and there's a lot of information on there. And I'm bringing some of that to you today. Uh, things to consider before filing. 
tax, taxpayers should wait to file until they receive all their proper documents. Now, understand that your documents, your 1099s, your W-2s, your mortgage interest, your dividends, your interest, all the things that are coming from an institution that is sending you out the documents and then also reporting them to the Internal Revenue Service, those have to be in the mail by January the 31st. So if you're filing before January 31st, you need to be extremely aware and conscious of the fact that all I did was work at company number, company A, and all I'm expecting is a W-2. That's all I'm going to get. So if you're filing in the month of January, you need to make sure that you have all your documents. When you've done taxes for 32 years, you can imagine the people who have walked in in the middle to the end of January wanting to file their taxes so they can get that money coming back in a quicker fashion. And then they walk back in and they file, uh, bring in another document in the first or second week of, uh, of February. And then we have to file an amended return for you. And the amended returns, that's when it gets crazy, in my opinion, with the Internal Revenue Service, because that is not their priority. And that takes months and months and months for it to be put on the books. And see, here's the thing. They are so far behind on uh, putting documents onto the website and, and into your files and into their programs and systems. And you go out here and you file and you forgot that. The, those those dividends or those stock transactions that came from your broker, all right, there's a very, very good chance that that, that particular information is going to hit your account and trigger a letter stating that you did not put all the proper documents on your tax return before the IRS sees that you've already filed an amended return and submitted this documentation. So it's aggravating to you. And, and, and you're concerned about, well, I've already filed this amendment. I filed it three months ago, and now you're sending me this letter, et cetera, et cetera. And you just need to understand that if you, when you're filing early, you need to make sure you have everything that you feel that you have coming. You, had, you need to know that you have all the documents before you prepare that tax return. Because if you don't, it's just heartache and headaches uh, along the way. And, and in this, this day and age and, and, and how much information that the Internal Re- Revenue Service is putting into their system, how much information that they are having to process and, and put on particularly your file, you know, that's pertained to your Social Security number and your spouse's Social Security number. It takes a lot of time. And when you have to go back and you have to amend, I mean, it becomes a, a 12-month process at the minimum. So make sure you have all your documents and organize these records and, and, and make sure that you have everything in proper order. So if you do have a small business, let's just say, and you're not incorporated, you're not an LLC within the particular state that you live, you, you, you're a sole proprietor and you've received a 1099 or maybe you have a side business where you're not getting a 1099 and you're putting that income on there, on, on there, on being on the tax return, make sure that you have accounting for all your expenses. And and in a future episode, we're going to go over small business. We're going to go over expenses and the things that you need to be looking for within the small business, because we know the mom and pop operations of this great nation have built this country. And uh, that's the all-American dream, and that's what it's all about. But make sure that you have all of your deductions, that you're not overlooking anything. Take your time. Give it some thought. Put some stuff down. And this is one of the things I always tell the clientele that are a part of our organization, our clients, is write down your expenses and let them sit there and come back tomorrow and do it again. So what that means is, is you can't wait till April 13th to put this process in place. 
Get on it. They give that the IRS gives us plenty of time to get all this stuff together. And we have so many people. We love you all. But it just puts more pressure on you, puts more pressure on your preparer. And then at the end of the day, it costs you more money when you don't take care of your business on an orderly fashion and orderly time. In 2022, unlike in 20 and 21, there's no stimulus payments like there, like there have been in the past. So taxpayers should not expect to get an additional payment for their 2023 tax refund. You know, in the past, we've been able to get those those monies throughout the year. And then if you didn't get them throughout the year, you're able to get them at the end of the year. That is that is long gone. So you, there is no doubt that your refund will be less in 2022. And we've been used to that over the last couple of years. So don't be in shock when you're when your tax return refund is less, maybe you're going to even owe money. So just make sure there. So the dates, getting myself prepared and being aware that some of the changes that have come along, like the big one being the the the, the, the monies that we've received over the last couple of years due to the COVID uh, uh, pandemic that has uh, changed our tax return uh, in a way that it will never be changed again. Okay, now here's some, here's some other things. And over this last... Uh, Last year, especially with our Internal Revenue Service in the United States of America, uh, that we've heard 80 plus thousand auditors have been hired. And that just scares everybody to death. Well, I'm going to give you a few things that I think is going to relieve you of that situation, because right now people are focused more on those auditors than they are their own financial well-being. They're focused on those auditors more than they are on getting their own tax preparer uh, to help them and get the, get their get their tax returns filed on time. So let me give you a couple of statistics here that I think will maybe put your mind at ease. First of all, the IRS, now remember, they are way behind on doing their statistics. And it does, I shouldn't say way behind, it's just it takes time. And, and there's a lag in between when they put the stuff on the Internet versus what actual tax year that we're in. So like the statistics I'm giving you right now are from 2020, not even the 2021 tax year. But the IRS processed 3.2 billion information returns in 2020. Now, understand information returns are not tax returns. These are the W-2s. These are the 1099s. This is the mortgage interest statements, the, your, your property taxes, uh, the things that are coming from your broker where you have stocks and bonds and dividends and interest, et cetera. This is the documents I'm talking about. They call those information returns at the IRS. And every time a W-2 hits their desk, that's one document. And in 2020, the IRS performed and inputted $3.2 billion worth, $3.2 billion information returns into their system. And they did not even get them all in. So that's a third party, like your bank, your employer, sending their documents on to the IRS with your social security number attached to it. 99% of the information returns were used and matched to a particular social security number. 1% of those documents never made it into the software because their software is limited and not everything will fit into their actual software. That's right. And you know how our federal government sometimes doesn't get to the end of the day. Well, there's why. But there's no way there's no negative impact on a particular piece of uh, income that doesn't get put into the IRS. As a matter of fact, it's a benefit to you because if you don't put it on your tax return inadvertently, I know. There's no one out there committing tax fraud 
or, or not following their taxes at all, which is called tax invasion. Large, harsh words that I know that most of our listening audience, forget that, all of our listening audience is not involved in. But nevertheless, get all your information on there, and you know if 3.2 billion pieces of information, their information returns, are being transmitted to the IRS, they have a lot of documentation on you. Now, back to these audits and these new auditors that are coming along. And a lot of people in this world and a lot of people in this country, this perception that that, that, that the rich don't pay, the rich don't get audited, they get by with everything. I know those are all exaggeration comments, uh, but there are a lot of people who believe that. And I'm, I'm here to give you a few statistics, and then you can make your own decision from there. Now, first of all, and, and this is the numbers that the IRS has in their system right now, going all the way to back to 2019. So the data, the data that I'm about to talk to here on Money Motivation and Mike is from 2019. Because the IRS don't have 20 to alone 21 in the system at this particular point. So in the year 2019, there was 157,796,807 income tax returns filed with the federal government, the Internal Revenue Service. 157,796,807. Okay. Now, here you go, world. Where, where are you falling into this particular scenario? People who had an adjusted gross income in 2019 that was under $50,000, $90,425,054, excuse me, not dollars, I'm sorry, $90,425,054 tax returns were filed in the year 2019 with an adjusted gross income below $50,000. Okay, that's over 60%, or right at 60%, let's say. Uh, 30, 60, 90, 150. So it's just a little bit below 60%. 60% of the Americans in the United States have an average adjusted gross income of below $50,000. That's astonishing to me, Jason. That is, that is not a whole lot of money. Another 36,357,516 returns were from 50000 to 100000 of adjusted gross income. So now we're at 100, roughly $127 million tax returns that are less than $100,000. We're approaching, we're, we're, we're over 80% now. So there's where you stack up. And when you think your next door neighbor and the guy down the street and the guy over there in Beverly Hills or up there in New York City and you, you think they make all the money and it's poor pitiful you sitting in your little small place, wherever that is, and, and the world's crumbling in on you. Well, over 80% of your average Americans make less than $100,000 and 90 million of those, 60% make less than $50,000. So when you're sitting around thinking that you don't have enough money and you can't make it, Go factor in here where you are with over 80% of our population making less than 100 and 60% of our population making less than 50. Now, they break it down into a couple of categories. And for the sake of time, and I've given you the two major ones that make up 80% of this population that we have here in the U.S. For the taxpayer of 200000 or more dollars, 
9,016,655 taxpayers. 9,016,655 tax returns of the 157,000 are 200,000 or more. Okay. Now you go factor that up. That's about seven and a half percent, somewhere right in that category, seven to seven and a half. Less than seven and a half percent make over $200,000. So once again, perception is everything, reality is very little. Because everybody thinks that they're broke. Everybody thinks that the world is not about them. It's about someone else. And here you go. You can see that this particular information proves otherwise. And I believe when you get down to the end of the day, you can find out that I'm right there in the middle with everybody else. I am right there in the thick of all this. We always talk about the 80-20 rule. And I just gave you roughly 80% of our population making 160% of our population making less than 50 so think about that this evening when you go to bed and come back and re-listen to that and, and dissect those numbers and let those digest into your brain so that you can see where you are. And when you sit down to make your next set of goals on what you're going to do tomorrow, next month, next week, next year, you now know where everybody else, you now know where the field is with who you're out there competing with, with in the economic world of trying to go up that career ladder. Now, back on these audits. And everybody thinking that, oh, I'm, I'm scared to death and I'm going to get audited, et cetera, et cetera. And oh, it's like they put out 87,000 auditors. I think that was a number I heard, but let's just call it 80,000 80, plus. Guys, I just told you there was 157 million tax returns filed uh, in the year in 2019. And I know it's more now because our population continues to grow. But how do you think 87,000 auditors are going to come out here? Everybody thinks that everybody's going to get audited now. And that's just not the case. And even with what they have done, they, the IRS, and the people that they are bringing on that, by the way, still hasn't audited any tax returns, and knock on wood that it's not you, but if it is, just make sure you have all your documents and you'll be just fine. But let's go all the way back from uh, today, back 13 years ago. We're going back in time, Marty. So did you get that, Jason? Did you catch that? Back to the future. Thank you, sir. All right. 2019. In the year 2019... And we're going to go back here, and let's just go back to those numbers I just talked about. 50000 and less income in 2019. One-fifth of a percent were audited in 2019. One-fifth, Jason, that's point two. And everybody's concerned that they're coming after me, okay? Here's what they're projected, they, the IRS, here's what they projected as of May the 1st, 2022 and moving forward from the 50,000 and less category that will be audited. 0.2%. One fifth of a percent will be audited. All these auditors came on. And for the 80% taxpayers that I, or the 60% taxpayers I just went over, the auditing numbers are still the same. Their projections are still the same. The number of audits that they were doing on taxpayers in the categories that we just discussed are the same today as they were three years ago. And let me give you this going all the way back to 2010. In 2010, that number was 0.7%, seven-tenths of a percent. So it is, it is a third, less than a third today, less than a third in 2019 
than what it was 13 years ago of the people who will be audited with an income of 50,000 or less, right? This, these are numbers right off the internal revenue service, like I told you. And see, in 2017, as we know, a lot of things were dropping off there at the IRS uh, office, 2010.7, seven tenths of percent. 2017, it was down to 0.3%. 2019, 0.2%. And as of May the 1st, 2022, moving forward, they're projecting 0.2%. The chances of this generation of individuals that make up 60% of the population in the United States has a 0.2% chance of getting audited. So go to bed tonight, resting, that if you are not out there to maliciously do something to your income tax return, you're probably going to be okay at the end of the day when it comes to not getting audited. Knock on wood, but I'm just, I've just explained to you how minimal it is. And it's less today than it, was la- uh, than it was in 17 and much less than it was in 2010. And we'll continue to go over these numbers as we go. But I want to also now give you the big boy numbers. Okay. And we'll just go with... 10 million and above in 2010 people who are doing 10 million dollars or more in income 21 and a half percent one-fifth of the people making 10 million dollars or more got audited one-fifth 60 percent of the nation is at point zero point two 21.5% in 2010 of 10 million or more were being audited. And in 2017, that had dropped to 5.8%, had been cut times four. In 2019, it was down to 2%. 21.5% to 2019, in 2010, 2019, it was 2%. Now, as of May the 1st, 2022, the $10 million people has now went back up to 8.7% over four times. So if you've been listening for the last few minutes, you have just realized that the auditors that have been put on the books are going after the 10 million and above incomes. That's exactly what these numbers just told you. And there is some kind of misnomer out there that everybody thinks that the IRS is putting on auditors to come after me. Everybody thinks that. And I just showed you the numbers. See, they, they go put all this stuff together to put their case together, to put their workload together, to figure out what it is that they're going to do in the upcoming year and the year after that. And I actually have stats going all the way to 2024 and 2025 that we're not going to get into right now because we're only worried about 2023. And the auditors in general, not in total, not 100%. But those auditors are being put on to go after the higher income folks. And let me let me let me also give you a couple other things as we continue to to talk about this and then wrap up this particular episode, because I've as we now been able to figure out that this tax part is going to be several episodes because I got a lot to say. Obviously, uh, this is my profession. I've been doing this for 32 plus years. So, you know what I've got a million and a plus a million to five million million to five million 2010, 8.2 percent. 2017, 1.8%. 2019, it had dropped to 0.6. And as of May the 1st, 2022, it's going back to 1.3% of people that make a million dollars will be audited. They are doubling that number. And it's still only 1.3%. 
people who are in the five million to ten million category in 2010, it was at 13.5%. Remember, 10 million or more is 21.5. So when five, if you made $5 million or more in 2010, there was a 35% chance that you were going to be audited. So 13.5 for the five to $10 million category for 2010, it had dropped to 3.1% by 2017. It was at 1% in 2019. And as of May the 1st, 2022, the projections are that they will audit 2% of the 5 to $10 million money earners. It's going to double. Okay, so the numbers I have just given you to me are astonishing. And the numbers that I've given you for 80% of this, of this country that files taxes, there will be no change in the auditing numbers of the people who are going to get audited in, 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 in the United States of America. Go to bed. Be rest assured that the, that, the, that the stuff that you watch on TV may not always be the truth. The things that you hear, the things that you see, they may not always be the truth. We know we always joke about, well, everything you hear on the Internet is, is true. And then, and then you laugh at it knowing it's not. But then when somebody tells you something, you believe it. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it, but I don't care. I'm telling you the facts. We bring the facts to you. We try to bring the facts to you. And if, and if we have brought something wrong along the lines, it's, it's definitely uh, not, not intentional. It's something that we have done inadvertently, and we'll correct it as we go. But I've just given you the facts that have been come right off the Internal Revenue Service about audits, audits in general, the, the type of documentation that is being put on to the IRS records, the three billion plus documents that come on to help prepare these tax returns and make up your your portfolio and your account with the IRS. And I've told you the things that you need to do to get prepared to file taxes. And we'll continue on the next episode to start getting into how we do those things. But right off the bat, I wanted to rest your mind that they're probably not coming to audit you. As always, everyone that's been a part of this episode and the information that we have received, we're very, very uh, pleased and happy to continue to get to bring you information on a daily basis at Money Motivation and Mike and trying to educate and, and, and make you more aware and more informed of, of what you need to know and what you need to do to live a better and more prosperous life. And obviously, death and taxes are two things that are going to happen in your life. And we're trying to help you with the taxes right now along the way. Remember, you can always reach us at mx3.vip. You can always email us at info at mx3.vip. And of course, as we've been talking about, our new YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at mx3 podcast. Please go on there. Give us the likes, the comments, and the subscriptions. Uh, we look forward to the next episode and we'll continue on with the taxes. Here we are in the first quarter of 2023 to discuss how we're going to Lower your tax burden and make sure you're filing a proper tax return. And until next time, live your life the right way. <laughs>